rejoice and be glad in it. Let us be grateful for our many blessings, these blessings that are seated around these tables, the look that I see in your eyes and the way that you love to be here and the way that I love to be with you. On a day like this, our ninth Easter of House Church, We've been in ministry for eight years, but you know how it goes. Uh, there's nine, nine Easter's. Who was with me on the very first Easter of House Church? Look around. Vicki in the back was with us. Heidi. Anybody else? Yes, Carrie back there. And Chris was, yep, I see it. Yeah. I ran everybody else off, and y'all had to come in. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, why don't you, um, the way we'll do today is we're just going to keep the tables out. So just like you would do if you were at a banquet, just kind of make rows if you want to. Put your chairs out into the space where you don't have to be around the tables necessarily. And just make yourself comfortable. As people come in late, if necessary, just put the chairs out. It's okay to be away from a table. It's just fine. Um, why don't you stand if you can and let us do our ethos and mission together. I did want to let you know that my name is Bonnie Labak, and I'm the lead pastor here. And it is just such a pleasure to be in this house with you today. Say it with me. House Church's mission is to connect people with God and with each other in an atmosphere of love and grace. As a faith community, we are committed to living relationally according to the values of our ethos. Married, divorced, and single here, it's one family that mingles here. Conservative and liberal here, we've all got to give a little here. Doubt and belief here, we all can receive here. LGBTQIA plus and straight here, there's no hate here. <laughs> Just hold on. There's no hate here. Come on. Yes, hand clap for that. Yes. <laughs> Woman, man. <laughs> Y'all want to follow the instructions? Amen. Woman, man, and trans here. Every gender, binary or non, can here. Whatever your race here, for all of us a place here. Rich or poor here, class differences dissolve here. Able-bodied or differently abled, you are part of the body of Christ here. Neurodivergent or neurotypical, you have the mind of Christ here. Popular and accepted or cast out and rejected, we all belong in Christ here. In imitation of the extravagant love God has for each of us and all of us, let us live and love the best we can by putting people first and labels second. Let it be done, yes. It is good to be in the house. Would you stay standing for a little while? If you have eggs in your hand, perhaps you can put them down. 
Perhaps you can free your mind and free your heart and free your hands. Maybe you need to move around in the space and find your place in this, in this moment as we sing together. And we want some definite participation today. Heidi and team, go ahead. Hey, good morning, House Church. It's so, okay, good morning, House Church. Are y'all with me this morning? <laughs> I have a favor. You know, we love it when you guys participate when we're singing. This particular song is called Raise a Hallelujah. It's one of our favorites. And on the bridge, I think Jessica's going to bring it up for you. You're going to see that it says sing a little louder, and then in parentheses it says sing a little louder again. Can you see that? So that's the echo. So I'm going to ask you all to really come in strong on the echo. Can you do that? All right. I also want to encourage you to clap your hands. This is a really good upbeat song. So let's do this and have some fun. a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. Wow, look at y'all. I'll raise a hallelujah louder than the to fight for me and I'm gonna sing in the middle of the storm louder and louder you're gonna hear my praises roar up from the ashes hope will arise cause death is defeated the king is alive I'll raise a hallelujah with everything inside of me. Who oh, I raise a hallelujah. And I will watch the darkness flee. I raise a hallelujah. In the middle of the mystery. I raise a your hold on me. Come on. And I'm gonna sing in the middle of the storm. Louder and louder. You're gonna hear my praises roar up from the ashes. Hope will arise. And death is defeated. The king is alive. All right, here comes 
awesome. You guys sounded great. Go ahead and have a seat. Yes, everybody give a warm welcome to Amber as she comes forward to give us the peace, the peace blessing. This has been a, a welcome part of our service. Um, Amber Meshagan has been such a vital part of the community and bringing everybody together. And at the beginning of the pandemic, she started writing these peace blessings. And um, they went in so well with Bob's gospel as well. So usually we have Bob's gospel in three minutes and the peace blessing. And today, I know it's not going to disappoint. Um, is she coming? Are you here? There you are. Okay, great. <laughs> Wonderful. God bless you as you share the peace. Good morning. I kind of got to come down from playing that song so fast and get into the peace. So take a deep breath with me. Peace to those who couldn't wait to get here today because you love Easter or you love church or you just love love. Peace to the ones who only came at the behest of another and you were just really hoping someone was bringing deviled eggs. You are so welcome here. Peace to those who are intimately familiar with the deepest of grief and you aren't ready to celebrate just yet. Jesus, man of sorrows, meet you in your Good Friday grief and will hold you there as long as you need. You are the beloved in Christ. Peace to those who are still waiting in the silence of Holy Saturday grieving what was and still looking for the not yet. Peace to you who have prayed endlessly for a miracle that you have yet to see and you feel forgotten or forsaken. But here we are together, each one of us with breath in our lungs, and maybe for today that is miracle enough. You have always been enough. Peace to you who have just been waiting for love to break down the door. And today is your Super Bowl. Peace to the ones who want resurrection so badly, but you just don't know what to do. The good news is that resurrection requires nothing of you. It just is. So peace to you like an empty tomb, like a potluck with 100 of your closest friends, like friends who become family, peace to you like finding money in an egg. <laughs> like always having a seat at the table. Like being raised to new life and hearing your name called for the very first time. The risen Christ himself says, peace be with you. You are, after all, his beloved. Peace. April, would you join me for a moment? Beautiful, beautiful. I've asked April to share why we do intergenerational worship on, on days like this. Everybody listen up. I wrote something because when I start going off the cuff, I forget stuff. So I am here today because I want to welcome the children, tweens and teens, 
to the sanctuary today. We have intergenerational church experiences occasionally. It used to be once a month, which means young and old and everything in between are all here together. We at House Church do not view our kids and young people as a distraction. We also try to get, well, this is out of order, but we also try to get the kids back in for communion each week, and they look forward to that time in church. Children are born spiritual, and they have active spiritual lives, communing with God through relationships, wonder, awe, nature, stories, music, and all the ways we connect with God. Children, perhaps, sense the sacred and the ordinary more often than we do. By being in church together, children and teens experience being part of our church family or community, and they get to experience the love and acceptance that flows from belonging and connection. They are also experiencing the rituals and tradition and language of our faith, which is part of their spiritual formation. I hope you will make it a point to greet our kids and let them know they are loved and that they belong. And to the children, whom y'all most of you know me, I want to speak to you. We love you. Everyone in this room is for you. We're glad that you are here together today. This is your church family. You are all welcome here. You belong here. I would like to ask the children at the same time to remember the ways that we are learning to show honor to one another and that one of those ways that we honor those around you in church today would be that when others are speaking or Pastor Bonnie is preaching, that we would not speak at the same time. So I invite you to just enjoy your eggs, with, but try not to be too distracting with them and just enjoy your time in the church. We love you and we're glad you're here. And I wanna thank the children too. Every week the children, if you look around, they're picking up trash, the communion cups, they're helping, they're part of us, they're with us, and they have a lot to learn and experience from us and we have a lot of really great things we can learn and experience from them if we take the time to do that. So thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you. Enjoy this video. without forward and future will be a distant memory, only a story told as a reminder, a marker of where we've been, distant and separated from each other, from our humanity and breath, from our warm embraces and tender touch buried beneath our own sense of self, in exclusion to anyone else. We will arise and we will receive, receive a new heavens and new earth, new vision and new bounty, for this land is decimate no more, not by hands choking, beating and breaking it, but through our connection to it. Connections drawn together by the spirit of breath, spirit of life, well of vitality. Arise with the one who stood and sat and slept 
in the darkness with us. Arise with the one who bore our diseases, who hid our shame, who suffered by our ignorance and our sin. The one who gives us breath anew in this flesh and bones, in this new body made whole. From the wounds stuck deep in his skin, scars as reminders of anger, hatred, othering, animosity toward each other and the divine, rejecting goodness, wholeness, peace, for emptiness of power and profit, of security and safety, of our own homes and countries, of nations and borders, fractured people. Together with son of Adam, human and humus, dirt and dust, we are rooted, climbing upward, weaving under earth, reaching towards sun and rain, toward nurture and nourishment, to grow toward who we are and meant to be, a semblance of hope, of the divine, to rise, to breathe, to be, again we rise. Welcome you to stand if you'd like to, or stay seated. This is a, a song called The Blessing, and uh, it's kind of us singing over you, so if you want to stay seated, that's fine, but if you want to join us and sing as well and sing over each other, we invite you to do that as well.
She was going to pass out. Say, Heidi, you did a good job.
blessing. We receive the blessing of the Spirit of the Lord. We receive God's opinion of us. God's opinion of us is good. God is faithful in God's opinion of us. God calls us righteous. God calls us holy. God calls us blameless. We are the loved of the Lord. Beloved, behold what manner of love the Father has given unto us that we should be called the children of God. We receive the blessing. Say that with me. I receive the blessing. The blessing is mine. Just say it again. I receive it. I receive the blessing. I receive the blessing. Somebody, get out, jump in this. Jump in this. Maybe you haven't said the word blessing in a long time. Just say, I receive the blessing. I receive the blessing. Yeah, God's opinion of me is good. Is good. Look at your neighbor and say, God's opinion of you is good. Plus, you look good. Happy Easter. And then you may be seated. So this is going to be short. It's going to be quick. It's going to be powerful. It's going to change your life forever. Promise. And then we'll do communion together and interactive worship where we will light candles. We will drop some rocks in the bowl, and we will continue to feast. For today, indeed, is a day of a feast of hope. (laughs) A feast of hope. The Brazilian writer and journalist Fernando Sabino wrote, In the end, everything will be all right. If it's not all right, then it's not the end. That's what today is all about. (laughs) Everything will be okay in the end. The message of Easter is not primarily a message about Jesus' body. Although we've been trained to limit it to this one-time miracle, we've been educated to expect a lone, risen Jesus saying, I rose from the dead. Look at me. I'm afraid that's why many people, even people that have been in the faith for a long time, don't really seem to get too excited about Easter. If the message doesn't somehow include us, then humans tend to to be not that interested in the experience. Every message 
thank you for whatever you did, Hank. It just blessed me. So there was like the humming went away in the back. I just, I can hear myself. Every message about Jesus, <laughs> every message about Jesus is a message about all of us. Every message about Jesus is a message about all of us. As a preacher, a teacher, a pastor, I try to help people see themselves inside of the stories of the scripture. And we do that, breaking of the bread, feeding the 5,000. We see that in, the, in Jesus calming the storm and peace be still. We invite ourselves to include ourselves in these narratives. But when it comes to the crucifixion, we often stand aside, watching from a distance. But every story about Jesus is a story about all of us. You see, God is with us, but God is also as us. God is with me and you, and God is as us, and God is for God is for us. I was crucified with Christ, Paul's revelation goes on to say, yet not I, but I, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but the Christ that lives within me. The Christ that lives as me. The Christ that lives for me. Why is this so amazing? Why do we gather as a culture? Why does this matter? At the end of the day, it's not just a tradition for me. It has to matter to me. It has to make a material difference in my life for me to want to continue. I have to find myself in the story. And this morning, as, as prepared as I was for this day, I found myself again. Bob, I didn't know it could become new to me once again. <laughs> because it wasn't this one time way back then that one man rose. Because when he rose, I rose. But it's an eternal, timeless message. He never stops coming. And he never stops rising. And I never stop rising through all of my deaths. God sees. God knows. God is here as us. Why does this matter? There, I'm going to try to answer that. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Thank you. There's no other God who comes for you. There's no other God that becomes you. 
There's no other God that comes satisfied, not demanding anything of you. All the gods of antiquity require, they require you to ascend. They require you to bring a sacrifice. They require you to offer something. Every god of, of the man-made religion requires something of you. Bring me. Bring something. Bring your most. There's no other God that provides himself as the offering for you. The gods of materialism demand from you. The God of of consumerism drive you faster, more, newer, better, more drive you. The gods of politics drive you, coerce you, confuse you, demand of you. The god of colonialism separate you, oppress you, pillage you, siphoning the economic lifeblood out of you. The gods of the food industries, industrialized food industries, take and fill and demand and turn around and do it again. These gods that we serve demand. But there is no other god who comes to us and breaks open for us. You see, that's why all the stories, that's why bring me what you have. Bring me your loaves. Let me break them and feed the 5,000. Let me, bring me your seeds. Let me plant them. Let them break open and feed the multitudes. Let me break open this oil. Let me break open this tear bottle. Let me break open this, this bread. Let, I'm showing you that I'm breaking this open for you. I'm showing you. I'm showing you. I'm showing you. I never wanted to make your life worse. I never wanted to bring more shame. The whole message of the good news is to reduce and remove the shame. There's no other God that we know of that comes to us satisfied already. He doesn't come to you needy and needing and wanting and what do you have to give me and how much more can you give me? Give me. No, this God comes to you to give for you. This one body is very important. The body of Jesus is very important. But don't you dare for a moment see yourself outside of it. Because you belong in him. You belong in the Christ. You belong there because that's how God decided to save us, was to place you in your own humanity, inside of that one, that you would forever be saved. Filled. When we 
say that God is for us. It means to say that there's no other God like that because the gods that we serve in our humanity require of us. We are for them. We keep the machine. Go. There's no other God. <laughs> there's no other God. that submits to our requirements, that comes as us. And some of you might not understand what I'm saying, but this great love-driven God comes to us. It's a message that includes us all today. That in your many deaths, there are many resurrections that death is never the end of the story. And that there is a spirit alive in the world over which death has no victory and no power. Today is the Feast of Hope. Today is the Feast of Direction and Purpose and Meaning and Community, and we're all in this together. The cynicism and negativity that our country and many other countries have descended into show a clear example of what happens when people do not have hope and when people do not understand why this matters. If it's all hopeless, we individually lose hope too. Easter is an announcement of a common hope. It's to humanity that God promises life is not ended, my beloved. It merely changes. That's what happened in Jesus, and that's what is happening in us, and that is what is happening and will happen to us, and in the end, everything will be So whoever began to clap, you were right on time. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Eve, if you're not already there, nope, you're gone. Um, if you would come. This is a time for us to participate in the table, in the communion. And we're doing it, um, usually we invite everybody to come forward and we minister, Heidi and I, the communion from this table. Um, but because of how many people we have here today, I thought it might be a little more safe if you just stayed where you are and had, thanks, Grace, thanks, Theo, I love that. Um, if you could at this time and have the piano down, honey, if just a little bit while I'm explaining all this. So you'll notice in the middle of your tables, there are some gloves and there are some little cups and juice and bread. 
Pick a designated individual at your table, one to do the cup and to pour the juice, one to do the bread with the gloves on. You can take turns if you would like. Nobody eat until we're ready to go, but I want you to serve one another this, this bread and juice. For those of you, my dearest baby friends that are on the edge of the church, come unto me, all you who are not at a table, and I will give you rest from this table up here. Come to me, all you who are not at a table, and you can eat freely. Again, we guys, listen, we're not going to eat till we all eat together, okay? So serve it, hold it, then I'll bless it. I do want to add that you do not have to be a member of this church to participate in communion. All I ask is that you want to, and then you are welcome to do so. I trust that you know how to eat and drink without a class.
we can keep it quiet in here for a moment, just gentle, 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 gentle. Hank, if you would raise the piano and me if you would continue to play, there might be somebody here in this house today who needs you make some kind of different posture in your heart. salvation is already secure in the finished work of Jesus. There's nothing that you can do to add to it, and there's nothing you can do to take away from it. That is my belief, and I would be happy to talk to you about that more in detail at another time. But today, maybe for your own sake, maybe you just need to rearrange yourself with how you connect with God. Would you close your eyes with me? Everybody's eyes closed, no one looking around. Settle into your deepest self for a moment. Look inside.
last time we'll sing this. Let's just do it one more time. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make God's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you. Let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. In this is love, not that we love and impress God, but that God loves us and gave God's self to be the mercy seat for our sin. In light of this glorious truth, let us be tender-hearted toward one another, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ has abundantly forgiven us. And as we have freely received today, let us go and freely give. God bless you this hour and every hour of your day. Amen. Amen. Before you rise, yes, go ahead and clap. Let us sing. Er, let's <laughs> us. I envision that there's still some fellowship that needs to happen. I envision that there's still some cleanup that needs to happen. <laughs> it would be a blessing if you left your area cleaner than when you found it. It would also be a blessing if you wanted to stay around and hang around. Maybe get another plate of food. Maybe get something more to eat. Maybe take some home with you if that's appropriate. I don't want any of the tables to go away. I want the tables just to stay. I don't mind if they get cleaned up or and there's, all, there's lots of bread probably to go. There's eggs that need to do something with the eggs. There's a box in the back if you would like to put your eggs back there. Empty eggs back in the back. No, give us all the chocolate and the money back. That's what we want. <laughs> um, if you would like to take some bread with you, please do so. But what I'm trying to say is don't hurry off and come back soon. I love you guys.